Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. It is September 2021, and this is our monthly forecast. So I'm actually really excited about September. I think it could be a very interesting time. We are going to finish out the month with seven major planetary retrogrades. Um, and so it's going to be intensive. Um, we're going to be really looking inward really figuring out where we fit in everything. And because of that, I feel like the opportunities for growth are going to be abundant. And that could end up not being super awesome in the day-to-day. -day. Opportunities for growth are always what we call challenging aspects in our home. And so whenever anything crazy comes up, we're like, well, this is an opportunity for growth, um, growth outside of our comfort zone. But I want to just paint a little bit of a picture. What are we looking at? Where are we going? What sort of overall energies like, are we really going to be dealing with? We have a new moon in Virgo earlier in the month than we have for the last few months. The new moon is on the 6th. So the beginning of the month, new moon in Virgo, we're really going to have that opportunity where the sun and the moon are both under Virgo. Our inner outer worlds will be on track to make plans, um, you know, maybe buy a planner, get organized, have a health um assessment, right? Like how can you grow your health, wealth, and well-being, planning for self-care, making your um, new moon intentions with, with real, I'd like to say teeth maybe, right? Um, so when we're working with Virgo, remember that this is a mutable earth sign and it's ruled by Mercury. So it is a good disposition for chores and the workaday of life and things that will make life be smooth. Right. Um, and that's a good thing, especially because, um, just after the sun moves out of Virgo and into Libra, Mercury goes retrograde. So we want to get right with Mercury. And so we can use this new moon in Virgo to work with Mercury and get things right, um, in our lives and kind of show up in a very specific way. Just after the new moon in Virgo, we have Venus moving into Scorpio and we will find connections getting more and more um, intense and we will probably see a huge chunk of um, <laughs> the population feeling more intimate, wanting to be more intimate, communications will feel more intimate. Um, at the same time that we have Venus moving into Scorpio, we are dealing with uh, some of the after effects of that new moon in Virgo. And so it will almost be like, we take it even deeper and working underneath all these retrogrades, we're going to take it deeper and deeper and deeper. Then we have our first quarter moon, um, in Sagittarius on September 13th, and this will be a really good time to take some action. Sagittarius loves action, hates talky, talky, talky time. It's time to move and go and do. And we have, we have more mutable energy with Sagittarius as well. It's a mutable fire sign. So it's more adaptive, um, ruled by Jupiter, enthusiastic, creating newness, right. And that will all be supported underneath that first quarter moon, especially just after the 
new moon in Virgo. So plan to take action mid-month, especially because Mars moves into Libra and we have the Neptune opposition on the 14th. I find that um, this will make us justice oriented, right? But also harmony seeking. But remember, harmony can be painful to someone, <laughs> right? If we're balancing the scales and somebody's used to having too much power, uh, can feel like their power is being taken away. We can see some of those themes probably popping up. I would like I would like to just cast my forecast that I think we'll see some power struggles in the media, in the news, um, September 14th. Um, I would just keep my eye out for power struggles and in your personal life, right? At, especially as it begins the shift, we have Neptune at opposition, Neptune's retrograde, and that just can make things feel really wonky. Um, and I would keep my eyes on that when we, when, and we'll get more into it as we go forward with, um, the weekly forecasts and such, but when the sun is opposite Neptune, as it will be on September 14th, the same day Mars moves into Libra, we can get some really intense confusion and deception, especially with Neptune being retrograde, right? And the ego is not super supported. Um, the ego will struggle at that same time that um, Mars is moving into Libra and seeking some justice and seeking some strategic harmonizing. Um, and so you could feel very discouraged mid-month. And and that, that energy could last a little bit. So it could be a couple... Um, a couple days. And remember when Neptune's at opposition, that's its closest to earth as it will be all year. Right. And so the way through that is to dig deeper. Right. And, and with Neptune, especially meditate, get in touch with your spiritual side, get in touch with your beliefs. You want to be journaling and meditating and really going deeper within yourself. Um, it's going to be a very reflective second half of the month. September gets really deep really quickly after, you know, we have a full moon in Pisces. So after about September 17th, um, we're going to be really into the inner world majorly with our full moon energy kicking in, right? We feel it three to five days in either direction. If you're extra sensitive, you might even start feeling it September 15th. Um, but that real deep Pisces energy with this, with this full moon at the end of September. So just be aware of that. Um, one of the things that I think is important to note before we get into too much of the second half of September, we have a lot of Pluto stuff this month. Um, I feel like Pluto's showing up in a lot of really interesting ways. What we want to make sure that we're doing is consistently coming back to ourselves all month. Every time, if it gets intense for you, your birth chart, your personal birth chart is going to have major um, factors that may make this harder than some or deeper or more intense, but Pluto retrograde ends October 6th, 7th. So as we get into the second half of September, expect to feel more of that Pluto retrograde. I always say, I try to encourage everyone to remember this when a retrograde is getting ready to station direct, it almost comes through with this energy of, did you get it? 
did you get it? It wants you to get it, right? The stars align in a way that they want you to get it, right? And the Pluto retrograde is a real, it's, you know, five months long, started in April. And it's, who am I inside? Where is my hidden power? Um, What kind of darkness is inside of me? And how can I integrate that so it doesn't feel like, um, like a negative, right? We have, we have, this is a lot of shadow work. This is shadow work season and shadow work season with Pluto retrograde starts to wrap up October 6th and 7th. We will be in a Mercury retrograde when it wraps up. It could be more confusing the closer you get to the end of Pluto retrograde. You could find old hurts, things you're really trying hard to suppress start to come up almost like a boiling pot of water, just uncontrollable, boiling over the edges if you're not paying attention. The closer we get to Pluto going direct, the more it will feel, did you get it, right? You want to accept, you want to forgive, you want to integrate, you want to become empowered. This is this is a shadow I have, right? So maybe I'll use one of my shadows where I'm super controlling because my life was out of control as a child and what I could do was control my behavior. So I'm micromanage my own behaviors so that, you know, I know what I'm controlling, or I know certain things are going to go a certain way for me. But if I bring that up and out of the darkness and I bring that shadow into the light, where does controlling behavior actually help me? It made me a magnificent nurse in the ICU. My patients and their family members and the doctors I worked under really loved my controlling behavior because I was always on top of what I needed to do. Um, where else is it really benefiting me? Where else has it helped me in my careers, right? Looking for how to assimilate this stuff that maybe has been used against you, or maybe you feel shame around. You're wanting to bring that up and out of you so that you have more, um, assimilation, more power, more comfort, right? And the sun is trying Pluto September 16th. So mid-month gets a little wonky, a little confusing, but we have the first quarter moon in Sagittarius wanting to drive us forward, wanting to move us and to move the trauma and to move the pain and to assimilate. And we want to work with that. Um, And then as we get closer to the 20th, we will be closer to our full moon in Pisces. Our full moon in Pisces, is going to precede the autumn equinox by two days. The same day as our full moon in Pisces, we get Vesta moving into Scorpio. I find that, um, I find that Vesta movements, um, impact me. I feel them quite, uh, uh, what's the word I want to say? I don't know if I want to say intensely. I do feel Vesta, um, in my home is where I will, I'll say that I feel that I tend to feel Vesta's movements in the way our home operates. Now, when we get Vesta in Scorpio, we get a real strong magnetic energy. We get a real strong, um, you know, charisma in the ethers and with Mars and Libra, that could take a very interesting turn. We also will have Venus in Scorpio, mind you. So Venus and Vesta in Scorpio could be quite dynamic there towards the end of September. Um, when, when we get the movement of Vesta into Scorpio along the side of Venus, you know, Mercury's not too far behind. Um, 
Mercury will retrograde a bit before moving into Scorpio, but we start to get this overall, right. Um, (laughs) activation in Scorpio and what I expect everyone to feel is more along the lines with, um, what kind of gifts, right? Our gifts are being activated in a lot of different ways, but what kind of gifts connect you to others and how might you let those gifts help you connect deeper to others? How can you set up your home for connection? How can you set up your life to make deeper connections? The full moon in Pisces, I expect will be quite intense, um, especially because it is happening basically, um, just before the autumnal equinox. And so the autumnal equinox is when we turn inward officially towards winter. Um, you know, fall has begun at that point astrologically. The sun has moved into Libra, which will move us, you know, into the darker months, which will move us into the cooler months. And so with a full moon just before that, this is going to be our harvest moon. And what you want to be working with, with the harvest moon in Pisces is all of that really deep inner wisdom. Now, remember the Pisces is a mutable water sign. So we're working with a lot of mutable energy this month and mutable is adaptable, right? And so mutable earth, a new moon in Virgo, mutable earth sign. Then we have our first corner moon in Sagittarius, mutable fire sign. Then we have our full moon in Pisces, mutable water, and we want to be adapting. We want to be changing. We want to be shifting. We want to be understanding the spiritual pursuits that are within our souls. We want to go deeper down and, and really indulge right in our inner world and, and feel things. And so as this is also our harvest moon, we are harvesting the emotions that we cultivated all summer we're harvesting and we're reaping the rewards, right? So as we do this, you're going to want to be meditating, want to be journaling, getting in baths, having spiritual ritual come deeper into your life around this full moon in Pisces. It's a big time. The sun will then move into Libra on the 22nd. We have our autumn equinox. We will have Maybon, if you will. Um, The autumnal equinox has been celebrated all over the world by all kinds of cultures throughout all of human history. And so this is something that is in your DNA. You will feel this. You will feel the shifts. You will watch the sun and the angles shift and change, right? Um, Then on the 23rd, we have Neptune retrograde quintile north node. I expect this to be something that um, (laughs) we're all going to, we're all going to be reevaluating how our spirituality moves us forward in life, how we leverage ourselves in the spirit world, how we connect to the spirit world, um, what real connections we have to the spirit world and who we are, even when it's hard, because the world is making it very hard to be deeply spiritual at the time, because there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of frequency It doesn't necessarily allow the soul to settle quite as easily. And so that's what we're looking at here as Neptune is quintile North node. You know, what are we cultivating spiritually? How are we going to show up in our lives? Um, And how is that spirituality going to move us forward? This is 
when you look at a quintile aspect, right? You are, it's creative flow, right? It's like, um, synergy and, and expression and, and movement. And like, um, it's taking the in and going out with it. And so we want to be paying attention to that, that spirituality with the North node, right? So we're going to want movement. We're going to want that, that expressive sort of element coming through, um, with the North node in Gemini, it's what does it mean? What is my future going to be? How is this going to impact my future, my awareness as I move forward? Then on the 27th, Mercury is retrograde in Libra. Um, it's our third and final Mercury retrograde of 2021, all in the air signs. We've been through Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. We've been through Mercury retrograde in Gemini. We will see this triad, triad uh, trilogy play out. We will see this play out. Now, remember when we have a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius, this is that very fixed air sign that we started out with, um, idealistic, outside of the box, mad genius, alien-like um, star seed activation type energy with Mercury, way astral travel, you know, um, all the way out there. Then we have the Mercury retrograde in Gemini. We get into Gemini energy. It's mutable air sign is adaptable ruled by Mercury also, right? Um, movement, vision, sharpness, right? Sharp intellect. We had a lot of deep thought, a lot of duality, a lot of darkness with that Mercury retrograde. Um, a lot of people felt split, right? wondering, questioning their own, their own true nature. Communication was wild during that Mercury retrograde in Gemini. Um, you know, and a lot of people were taking it inward and struggling with their duality and what do they want and how do they feel and how do they, how well do they connect and how well do they pray and how well do they meditate and really kind of, um, trying to honor that duality that exists within all of us and how we use it to communicate with the ethers and with each other and online and all of these things. Now, when this Mercury in Libra kicks into play, I really feel like this cardinal air sign is going to kick some ish into the air, kick up some dust. Remember, Libra is ruled by Venus. Venus is currently um, <laughs> going to be you know, really activating everyone. I feel like we have to remember where, you know, Venus is going to be in Scorpio, really forcing those connections and us to get intimate and, um, Libra, a Mercury and Libra will be having us communicate and communicate and communicate and communicate. Um, Libra will Mercury retrograde and Libra will cause us to have a lot of repeat conversations, if you will. Um, relationships always sort of come up in, into that awareness under Libra, uh, especially Mercury and Libra. You're going to have a lot of discussions there about, um, security and, um, the quality of communication in a relationship will become especially, um, prominent during this Mercury retrograde and Libra and also, how you, how you, how you compromise and how you make amends and how you, um, interact and how you bring forth ideas in a win-win way, right? All that kind of stuff. I expect this Mercury retrograde to be kind of intense. That all kicks off September 27th. Then we have our last quarter moon on the 28th in cancer, 
also kind of a intense emotional time. Um, and if you have a cancer moon, it's the day after Mercury goes retrograde, right? And and Venus is trying Uranus the next day. So it's just this really wild time for emotions and the inner world and the inner oceans and the inner emotions and everything like that could just be really really interesting. And so we want to remember our lunar cycles this month. We want to remember that we're working through a story. We are in a chapter, right? And and in this chapter, we're starting the month off with our new moon in Virgo. We're making lots of plans. We're getting our life in order, buying planners, organizing the house, setting up a chore list, getting back to work, right? Back to fall, that Virgo energy, sharpening our pencils, getting new pens, lots of new paper, all of that kind of activity. Then we're going to get moving with that first quarter moon in Sagittarius. We're going to start action. We're going to start finishing projects and doing projects and getting things done. Then we have that full moon with Pisces. We're going to manifest how we want to feel. We want to manifest wisdom. We want to manifest, um, you know, with a full moon in Pisces, you really want to be manifesting your highest good. Pisces is so um, capable of seeing all sides of a problem. And so you want to manifest more understanding and knowledge and wisdom. We want to banish things with that full moon that don't lift us up higher, right? Um, like negativity, we want to banish gossipy energy. We want to banish all of the real, um, negative sides of Pisces, right? The wallowing, um, the moodiness, things like that. We're going to let go of, we're going to work with Pluto. We're going to work with, uh, Mercury squaring off with Pluto on the 22nd, just before Mercury goes retrograde, right? So Mercury square Pluto retrograde on September 22nd, just after that full moon in Pisces, we're going to communicate and we're going to feel a little tense around, you know, our deep, our deepness, <laughs> our darkness, uh, our detachment from ego and purification of our inner worlds and bringing it to the surface. You know, that's all going to be major with Mercury squaring off with Pluto retrograde. Then Mercury goes retrograde. Um, we have our third quarter moon in cancer. We're going to feel all of our feels. We're going to have some expansion squeezes. Um, we end the month with the sun trying Saturn and Venus square Jupiter. So we could feel like there's momentum going with, with correcting some foundational problems, but at the same time, how we're connecting to people could really feel very intense and cause some, um, growing pains as we head out of September and into October. So I'm excited about September. I feel like it's a good month to do a lot of good work. And I think everybody is up to the task after such an emotionally charged summer. It's like, yes, let's get some graph charts and some pencils and some paper and some planners and some calendars and let's get organized, right? Um, but we do have this doozy full moon in Pisces coming up at the end of the month. And so let's just be aware of our emotions and our feelings. Um, we are going to be digging into with our two workshops in September, they're going to be linked. So we are going to have the first workshop is going to be learning about the asteroids um, of the birth chart. We're going to talk about how asteroids show up in the birth chart. Not going to mess around with transits too much. We're just going to learn about the asteroids. Um, with the first workshop. And then everyone's going to have some time 
about, about two weeks to really like research their own birth chart if you're interested. And then the second workshop, we're going to have a lot of Q and A about asteroids. We'll talk more about transits with asteroids. We'll talk more about individual house placements, um, how to watch the transits of asteroids to help you create some nuance around what you might be feeling. And so it's going to be very focused on asteroids and nuance. Um, and so that's the September workshops. We have two energy sessions. We have the new moon alignment and the full moon alignment. We will be having those on the actual days. The calendar will come out as well today. Um, and so keep an eye out for the calendar. And I wanted to mention that if you get spiral, the new moon is so early in the month that there is not a new moon ritual. So I will be releasing a new moon ritual for the whole toolbox. Spiral still has three rituals. If you can imagine, I know I have a ritual creation obsessions, but they're all towards the end of the month, the rituals, and there will be the moon in Pisces, the autumnal equinox and sun in Libra. And so those will be the three rituals included in the spiral box. The new moon one will be available for everyone. And I will release that probably on the fourth I will, or the fifth, that's the Sunday. So I will talk to everyone soon. Have a beautiful September. We are going to have a great time. And I feel like when when October 1st hits, we are going to feel like we are completely different people. It's going to be awesome. So much growth. Talk to you all soon.